And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Thursday, January 11th, and we are here trying to help you make sense of what the new year is bringing you, how you move forward, how you get ahead. Now, if you need a little encouragement, a gentle nudge, a little mentoring, coaching, we are here for you. Mark and I are both certified financial planners, and we would love to hear your stories And then we can maybe help you figure out a different approach to the way you are looking at your current finances. Or maybe just you need another set of eyes and ears on the situation. If that's you, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. And the air these days is both audio and video. Don't forget, we've got a brand new show on YouTube. It's called Jill on Money, powered by the Compound. And we would love to have many more of you join us there as well. But if you just want to do audio, then we'll get you on here. And if you just want to write an email, we'll read emails from time to time. While you're on our website, don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. It comes out every Friday. And subscribe to Jill on Money Live. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars and lots more bonus video content. It's great. So speaking of video... I was on CBS Mornings yesterday, and I was talking about this new survey that came out from Bankrate that struck me as kind of interesting. Now, I know that many of you are type A when it comes to your finances, but this survey was kind of intriguing. It found that about half of consumers say they're carrying a credit card balance from month to month. So I thought that was like a big jump in a pretty short time. It's 10 percentage points since 2021, and I wanted to go into that a little bit. So I spoke with Nate Burleson on CBS Mornings yesterday about that. In today's Money Watch, we have tips on how to manage credit card debt. It's a big issue, especially after the holidays. Nearly half of consumers say they carry a credit card balance from month to month, according to a new survey from Bankrate. That's up 10 percent from 2021. The average balance is more than six thousand dollars. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger is here to help us out. What's up, Jill? How you doing? Doing great. All right. So what explains the jump and what tips do you have to help pay that down? OK, let's go back in time. It's early pandemic. You're at home and you have nothing to spend money on except 
paper towels. Okay. So you save a lot of money. You get stimulus checks. You're not spending as much. You get stimulus checks. You build up your savings. And then all of a sudden, as the economy opens up, you want to splurge. You spend money. So we saw Americans spend down those excess savings. Hmm. Then all of a sudden, inflation hits. It just whacks you over the head. Gosh. And you spent your savings down. You have to go into credit card debt. Now, to be clear... Most people who go into credit card debt, about a quarter of them, are doing it because of those expenses that have risen. But we also look at about 43 percent who say there are emergency medical bills, there's emergency home repairs and auto repairs, and put it all together, and you've got that big jump in the number of people who are carrying a balance forward month to month. How are interest rates um, impacting credit card debt? Well, you know, if you go back before the Federal Reserve started raising interest rates, average credit card debt, 14 and a half percent. Now it's over 21 percent. So what are you going to do? Let me give you your three ways to start negotiating this mess. Because negotiating it's this mess. Yes. And I say that that very clearly. Yeah. Number one, when you have credit card debt, one really good way to actually approach this is to ask the credit card company for some help. So if you don't ask, you don't get. Closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah, no kidding. And what's interesting is when you ask for a lower rate, they'll often give it to you. That's good advice. Right. Most number, people don't know that. Number two, if you've got decent credit scores, and credit scores have risen actually over the last five years, yeah. you may get a transfer to a zero balance card. Now, remember, that can often be for a very specific period of time. So you get a zero percent transfer balance. You get it for a year. Yeah. It's going to pop right back up if you don't pay it off in time. Yeah. And I think that the last thing to remember when you're looking at your credit card bills is to automate as much as you can so you don't miss a payment. You don't add to it. That's critical. Um, uh, there's a lot of people that say, you know what, I'm going to pay now instead of get on this pay later plan. Mm. What do you say about that? OK, buy now, pay later. It's basically an installment plan. Maybe you pay some of it up front. You see it every time you check out online. Oh, can we interest you in this? Just be careful. Sometimes buy now, pay later gets you in a bad habit. Sometimes there can be fees associated. Read the fine print. Real quick, um, if you're just drowning in debt, bankruptcy, is it an option? It is absolutely an option. It is important to remember that we don't judge this. Don't judge this, gang, because when you have a real problem, sometimes bankruptcy is the best option. You must see a bankruptcy attorney to actually think about that. Okay. A couple of things that we did not get to um, in terms of the credit card situation. You know, there is a positive to all of this. Credit card delinquencies stand at 2.98%. That's just a little bit above where we were before the pandemic, 2.62%. And because wages have generally gone up, the debt-to-income ratio among many Americans, it's pretty low. And that's despite higher prices and interest rates. You know, that said, I know that it is tough. I know that when you are young and you accumulate debt, it's tough to get it paid off. And just remember, no matter what, if you have like a hierarchy of debt, you always start with the highest interest debt first. That's usually your credit card debt, which is, you know, 21.5% now, and work your way down. Please, if you are considering paying off a mortgage, not because you're freaked out about anything else in your financial life, except that you just don't like debt, it may not be the best idea. Remember, it is so important to have access to your money or liquidity than to satisfy your emotions of being mortgage free. So just check in with us before you're really doing that. And of course, at the end of the segment, I did talk about bankruptcy. Uh, Look, I I think bankruptcy is a tough topic because people are pretty judgmental about it. But um, there are very clear cases where bankruptcy may be something that you should consider. So 
I put that all out there again. I know this is not for most of our listening audience, but it is interesting to me. So um, do give us a holler if you're carrying some debt, you need some help, or maybe you're asking for someone else, a friend, a parent, you never know. Just give us a holler, go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and don't forget to check the box if you want to come on audio or check the box if you would like to come on video. You can subscribe to Jill on Money on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. And most importantly, please do something nice for someone else today. It will make them feel better. It will make you feel better. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.